welcome back, models, to another wonderful episode of the Wizworld Live podcast. I hope you're all staying as safe and well as can be out there, especially those of you residing in the future independent Republic of California. Oh, spoilers, I guess. Uh, I am, of course, the immortal wizard host, Amoinus Franco. With me, as always, here in our inter- interdimensional studio is the evil necromancer, who's also my best friend, Soren Summerspain. How are you, Summerspain? I'm, I'm doing good, given the circumstances, you know? Sure, sure. Right. I mean, this must be kind of a, uh, you know, you must be kind of thriving right now. Oh, well, how so? How so? I mean, there's, you know, there's a literal cloud of evil hanging over everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's going to be a lot of lung problems in a few years, but I mean, hey, until then, it's... It, it, it's pretty <laughs> ominous, I'll say. It definitely has my aesthetic. This is definitely it's sort of gloom. Yeah, okay. yeah, absolutely. So that's what I thought, red skies, you know. red sun. Right, and you know uh, the the smoke uh, from what I hear from the mortals in SoCal is actually cooling off the hot summer temperatures, which I I think again is all of. I hate summer, as my right. name suggests. Sure, summer's pain. Yep. So I, I'm really kind of having a great time here for myself. So <laughs> I. You know, when I when I go outside, I look around and go, you know, when I hear people are saying, well, it's not as hot as it used to be. I'm going, you know, it could be an eternal winter. You know, yeah, I mean, we, we could undergo the the thimble winter, which I think actually most mortals at this point would appreciate. Absolutely. Because you just what you just put on a jacket. When you have central heating, uh, it's a lot easier to undergo the thimble winter. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, uh, Fenris, if you're out there, go ahead and eat that sun. Yep. Now's the time, Fenris. Now's the time, Fenris. Okay. But someone's been. I don't want to. I don't want to wait too long because we had a wonderful extended interview this week uh, with an incredible guest who's older than you, uh, which is rare. You know, we, we don't. We don't. We haven't had many guests of this uh, epic of an age. That's right. Yeah, and I'm not intimidated at all. Okay. Because I mean, you, you're six thousand years old, and he's uh, he he's thousands of years old as well. I mean, you know. uh, he's, yeah, he's about fifteen. He's, he's about a thousand years older than you, but he, he's he's incredible. Uh, it's uh, and we're gonna get right to him after this quick message from our newest sponsor. Mm-hmm. Say, this is a great burger. Mm-hmm. Did you know that that's not beef? That's <laughs> lizard meat. What do you mean? It tastes just like beef. <laughs> Did you know that over 200 million cows died last year in the U.S. alone? What? What if I told you you could have all the meat that you want without any of the slaughter? That sounds impossible. <laughs> well, it's not. Down at Greg's Giant Lizard Ranch, we sell high-quality giant lizard meat without the guilt. Giant lizards have tails that, once chopped off, regrow with ease, so you can have that patty. Mmm, and feel great about it. Wow, uh, they're not poisonous or anything? Uh, not when we cook them that good. Mmm, how tell me? How do you like that patty? I mean, it, it's good. I'm, I'm, I'm rethinking it. No, 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 it's, it's great. It's great. Just, just say it's great. It's great. Alright, we can end that commercial right there, yeah? Okay. It, it came, came from, from the, the reef, reef, and it, it tastes just like beef. beef. At Greg's Giant Lizard Ranch. At the Jamboree in the 73. You can't miss it. They're giant lizards. Wow, Summer's Bane. What yeah. a sponsor, huh? Incredible. I'm, I mean, I'm ready to buy. They're always good, but yeah, I, I am ready to buy. Uh, but speaking of being ready, our next guest is always ready. 
to vanquish evil and demons. We are very excited to have another long-lived guest on the podcast. Please welcome the Dark Guardian, demon hunter extraordinaire, Matthias Grendelson. Hello, gentlemen. Hello, Matthias. uh, Be here. Uh, It's actually Matthias, please. Matthias, I'm so sorry. Matthias, yes. got it. Matthias Ma- Grendelson. Yes, it's uh, it's uh, Norwegian, I believe, is what you call it now. Eh, born in that village where, uh, you know, Beowulf was, and we're sure, not sure. really sure where it was anymore. And that was a long time ago, you know. A very long time ago, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I, I heard about that whole thing when it happened. I, it, it was crazy, and I'm so glad that 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 someone you know wrote the book about it because. Uh, wild yeah you know i i was there i saw it firsthand i was a wee lad yes i was a wee lad uh my mom was um one of rothgar's uh wenches i guess anyway she she, her husband was one of one of rothgar's men right sure sure and of course we we all know the grendel would uh, come and do his thing and Right. And, and take away and, and kill sure. everybody in in the mead hall. Right. Well, turns out he did a couple of other things too, and oh, you know that part was left out of the out of the narrative, of course. And you know he, you know he so, is my. So your last name is literal then. Literal. It, it is wow. actually literal. It okay. is. Uh, I am the uh, I am the son of the Grendel. Wow. What was that uh, growing up? Yeah. Well, you know, absentee father. And of course, I didn't know he was my father until uh, I hit about puberty. And, um, you know, my body started changing, not in a good way. Um, Yeah, the hair was starting to grow. And, uh, you know, my teeth got a little fangier. And um, uh, so, yeah. And then they discovered, and then I, I figured out that I had some some powers over over minions of mine and and whatnot okay okay wait let's i i want to pause and dig in there what sort of powers what sort of minions um well you know mostly small rodents at that point um uh you know just being under puberty and just figuring out that i i had you know a little bit of uh of mind control and uh a little bit of uh animagus as it were um oh very nice that yeah, and 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 that's of course when they're like, "Wait a second, you're not right. You're <laughs> wait a minute, your mom." <laughs> they said, "No, you must be," and then they, you know, they kicked me out, and that was not fun. Ouch. Well, that's no. you know, we don't like to hear about intolerance. Of course, uh, it's always a shame, but it, it sounds like you've gotten through it. I mean, you're still here. Yeah, I spent, you know, a long time uh, roaming Europe uh, in the Dark Ages. I uh, took on various uh, jobs, as it were, um, figured out that uh, that uh, I was really good at hunting down, you know, demons who are just basically, you know, larger rodents, let's face it. <laughs> um I, my my rodent, my animagus powers, they kind of went away as I grew older, but I was able to sort of tap into the mindset of, of your 
of your average everyday, you know, 12th, 13th century demon and, and fight them and, and, you know, eventually just, you know, take them away and, and imprison them on, on an island off the coast of oh. Sicily. So you were a, a sort of a medieval ghostbuster. You know, that's a really good way of putting it. Uh, I never thought of it that way before, but uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially since, you know, none of the demons can be seen by normal humans, as you know. Uh, of course, of course. Of course. Right, right. Uh, I have a question. So what made this island so special off the coast yes. of Sicily? Uh, you know, it just had a really good vibe about it when I first landed there, you know, and uh, uh, it just, it really, it really called out to me. Um, it literally called out to me. It said, hey, Grendelson, uh, I know what you're doing. Uh, I love it, and okay. I want to be a part of it. Wow. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great way. Like, yeah, I love what you're doing. Come put your ghosts on me. Uh, yeah. If I was just an uh, intrepid Sicilian sailor, could I stumble upon this island, or is it protected Ooh, yes. by magics? Uh, no, what's, what's no trespasses? So, of course. No, 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 of course. I... I had many, many mage friends. I think maybe you might know a few of them, uh, but I'm, I'm sure not going to mutuals. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, we may have Check run into Facebook. each other a few times over the years. And, and uh, so, of course, uh, I have the entire place surrounded by uh, veils and whatnot so that, you know, the mortals can't find right, it. Right. And, and the demons inside are kind of, you know, doing their thing. Um, you know, they're they're uh, they were working on uh, uh, doing clothing for me. You know, they they, they, were, oh, no. they were putting together some T-shirts and stuff, but I couldn't really figure out how to get it off the island. Maybe Adam, maybe Todd uh, was it, with that. Was <laughs> I it? Mean, I had a question. So when they they made the the textiles, right? And then they when they leave the island, do they turn to ash or dust? Yeah, I don't know. I can't get them to. I can't get them outside the veil yet. I haven't oh, figured so that. You... I, I I'm still having the, you know, it's it's all these centuries later, and I just kind of forgot about the logistics of it. Right, right. I mean, those those old school logistics. They they don't always. They weren't ever made for the idea of textile factories. So I mean, uh, you know, it's, it's no surprise that the island somehow is is unhappy with you leaving with its contents. You know, you say protection spell. They don't think mm. about what protection and distribution. Are going to interact with each other, so I, I get it. Uh, Samus Bane, I am not surprised that you've thought of the magical logistics behind magical prison slave labor. That's, well, that's very on brand for Samus Bane. Well, demons. Yeah. I mean, it seems like for whatever reasons, demons are technically allowed to be tortured by these denizens of this plane. So, you know, I, I, I'm yeah, just saying. What, what is uh, now? This is not, and we're sort of on a. We're way in the weeds on this island, but it is very interesting. What is the day-to-day -day life of an imprisoned demon like on your island? Are you a good jailer? Like, what, what's the deal there? Well, uh, you know, of course, I haven't been there in a couple of hundred years. Sure. Um, so I'm kind of relying on, um, you know, cables and telegrams uh, <laughs> that I used to get back in those days. And, and uh, of course, a scrying bowl uh, would have come in handy sometimes sure. so uh my understanding is that most of the uh most of the uh larger demons that i captured uh you know four or five hundred years ago they they have kind of like drifted off um we're not quite sure where they went um, oh no they didn't, 
they didn't leave the island. Um, we're pretty <laughs> sure the island says that she doesn't know where they went. Okay. Um, I don't know that I believe her. Um, I think, I think she might. I, I, I don't know. Um, okay, Matthias. All right, I got it. This sounds like a, as a professional demon hunter, that sounds like a huge problem. Yeah, and, and especially <laughs> since I, I, I ran out of demons to hunt. You know, that's that's why I haven't been there in a while. Um, you ran you out. Know, the, I don't know if you've noticed lately, but uh, all the demons seem to have been taking human form and and are running our governments. Oh, and well, yes. So, I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I can't out myself to the general public. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Um, so I've had to curtail those activities over the years. Uh, I haven't been able to keep up uh, with uh, some of the younger, and, and, I, and I understand there's some younger demon hunters out there who are far surpassed my lowly expertise so uh, yeah they're, they're, they're all on uh, i try to talk. keep it humble yeah. i i try to keep it humble um okay. well there was so, also what uh, what do you do now then yeah so i still try to um help humanity out i try to do the best Noble. i can uh for a while there i was working in uh risk management i don't know if you know what that is but that's uh where uh <laughs> you know you use computers to um to figure out uh, ways of stopping credit card fraud. Um, so I did that for a while. That was very fulfilling. Um, okay. I uh, recently, oh, I've, I've just discovered a new scourge out there. Um, oh, all right. Uh, and as a matter of fact, I, I learned about it from listening to uh, your very podcast last oh, week. Oh, well, well, all right. Um, uh, uh, the gentleman who was the magic card investor. Yeah, I, Steve uh, Stowe. I did some investigation and, and I was like, I can't believe some of those cards. I, I wish I still had the, uh, you know, that alpha set that, uh, that I picked <laughs> up for cheap way back in the day. Uh, but I, uh, uh, I don't have those. And, and I was wondering how much they were worth. And then I discovered that not only is there a huge market in, you know, real magic cards, but sure. those are counterfeited and bootleg. What? And sold for amazing amounts of money. Wow. And people are getting ripped off. These young magic players and investors are getting ripped off. So it is now my, my current destiny, I believe, is to <laughs> thwart uh, the Magic the Gathering uh, counterfeiters. Well, you know, I um, guess that's, um, that's, that is still noble. Uh, but now I, I have to ask, Summer Spain. Summer Spain. Yes. Do you have a... After our last podcast, did you get into magic card counterfeiting? This kind of has your fingerprints on it. Uh, no, there's already a bunch of people doing it. And frankly, the again, when you get into the magic logistics, having to imbue a very small card with a Dewey armor of of uh, faking, just kind of like, it's just, it has to be there. It's some illusion, right? So you get a base card, right? Uh -huh. And then you have to set a spell to make it look like the other card, which means, of course, you have to procure the original uh, or you need someone who has a mind in which could re recreate the original card uh, and then, of course, have him focus so heavily okay. on that card. The point so the is, is it's no, a logistical but you did think nightmare. it through. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it just it, the amount of money it would take for me to magic it is not as good as it would sure. take for just a regular person to counterfeit it. Well, I'm glad the answer is no, because it, it would have been a shame if Matthias had to stop the episode and go hunt you. 
Yeah, oh, I, that would have not. Although you know, my fighting skills aren't what they what they once were, and, <laughs> and and going up against necromancers, you know, that's not really all that smart for your health. Yeah, we uh, keep so coming I've, back. So I've been, yeah. So I've been told, and and I may, I don't. Here's the thing: I'm not sure that I'm immortal. Um, I well, think I, I mean, might be. Very long lived, if nothing else. Yeah, this isn't my original body. Oh, uh, I, mean, uh, I think uh, everyone in this podcast knows what that's like. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. This is my original body. You know. <sighs> well. Uh, that could be the reason I had to stop demon fighting, demon hunting as well, and so. So I mean, so so, how did you? Um, I mean, it's it sounds like you are very sad about that old body. So I don't want to get into how it was lost, but how did you uh, transfer into a new one? Uh, you know, that's a that's a really good question. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Okay. Was it like uh, a Wolfman situation? It, you woke up in a field covered in blood, butt naked? Uh, I woke up in a field, and I was naked, but I wasn't okay. covered in blood. Oh, okay. I was covered. Yep. I was covered in honey. Ah, that's a where ba- a kind of a, 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 a category six is the technical term. And yeah, is that what that is? But it wasn't. You, but I wasn't in, in my own. Fin? Is that like a swamp? Yeah, is where Grendel likes to hang out. Oh, we didn't call it that. We just called it the cave. Got it. Oh, okay. sure, sure. Yeah. Covered in honey is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have? Did you have a like beehive comically on your hand, and like it was covered also in honey? There did seem to be a bear around for <laughs> sure, but I didn't. I didn't see any bees. No bees. Uh, no bees. <laughs> All honey, Never. no bees. That is the bear's dream, I think. <laughs> it is. Well, fascinating. And, and 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 when about uh was this? Do you do do you have any sense? Yeah. Uh it was around the um it was around the the nineteen twenties, I think. Oh, um, the Roaring Twenties. Were you summoned 20s. by were you summoned by Christopher Robin, the dark magician? <laughs> Perhaps on the plane uh, of the Thousand Acre Woods. The horrible, God. dark Thousand Acre Wood. Mm, you don't God. think... I couldn't tell who it was. I was, I was at the Moulin Rouge, enjoying, you oh. know, an absinthe, like you do. Sure. Um, sure. And I, you know, I did... I started, I will admit, I started to hallucinate a little bit. Okay. And, and then I woke up covered in honey in the field, and I wasn't quite sure. I knew I was dead. Because as soon as I, I woke up, I realized I was standing over my body. I wasn't Whoa. in my body. I was standing over my body, and it was covered in honey. Whoa. So maybe it was a bear. Maybe. Hmm. <laughs> huh. It's like it sounds like a. Now, have you have you ever just tried to go see if you're not a doppelganger? Well, here's the thing: is that now my 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 being i can go into any other body whoa so for a short amount of time the body that i'm in right now uh is you know i can only stay in this body for a short amount of time kind of like jericho from the teen titans jericho i I also understand it's a little bit like um dr strange i'm told 
that he has an astral. Oh, the astral or, form. Yeah. Yes. Uh, or oh, okay. Dead so, man, okay. I think, All right. So, the other so, so you now have a, a new body that's different from your monster hunting body, less of a fighting form, more of a thinking form, perhaps. Um, uh, but... I think he's more of a th this body that I tend to inhabit quite a bit. He he's more of an eating, you know, guy. Kind of guy. <laughs> Very slothy gentleman. <laughs> Well, your words. guy, but yeah, your words. Uh, but yeah. So, and so, when you when you leave that body, what happens to it? Uh, the body goes back to controlling of of the gentleman who I borrow it from, and he goes about his day. Okay, I does uh, he know? Yes, and he's okay with this. Okay, yeah, okay, he's, he's totally fine. Uh, Got it. Uh, it's like he's asleep. He doesn't. It's like my life is his dream life. Um, oh, so he very just, fascinating. He just thinks that we're dre he's dreaming and that I'm I'm just some figment of his imagination. And in those dreams, he works in credit card fraud mitigation and risk assessment. Yes, he has done that in the past. And, <laughs> and um, yes, oh, because actually, in reality, I believe he actually instead of working in risk management at that, he was working uh, as a sales rep. Uh, oh, and he really didn't, yeah, he didn't like being a sales rep. So um, well, I, I, I saw what he was doing at the sales side. And I said, that's, but these people need help. You know, they, yeah, they I, need help. They need, you know. I think they, people they, who, who like sales, there's something a little bit dark about that. And, and I don't entirely trust them. Oh, yeah. I mean, I get evil I, vibes talking to salespeople all the time. And I, I like <laughs> murder people on a regular. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I think sales reps are, I, you know, actually, I think that may also give me another uh, another uh, mission out there to, to start hunting sales reps. <laughs> oh, well, man, you well, should hang out at the used car dealership because there's a ton of them. Uh, we keep... such, such low-hanging fruit, too. We, of course, cannot legally on this podcast endorse you hunting salesmen, but I do understand the impulse. Yes, yes, I, I can see that. I mean, there's so many options these days. Uh, uh, there's I a lot also, of evil out there. There's a lot of evil out there that needs to be vanquished. I, I just discovered uh, uh, that uh, in the toy collecting world, uh, there are guys that do this thing called fig swapping. Have you heard uh -huh. of this? No, no, no. Okay, so you know, uh, you know they they sell these 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 I don't know what they are. They're little miniatures of of people in the in sure. the toys toy aisles of the of right. the modern stores. The children play with them, or at least they used to until video games play around came around. <laughs> and um, you know, ever since uh, that that movie Star Wars, some of them can become Tons quite valuable. Sure. Yes. Um, so what these, these evil people do is they go and they purchase an, a very valuable, uh, on the secondary market action figure, uh, and then they take the action figure home, they pull out the figure, they keep it or they sell it, and they put a different, less valuable figure inside and take it back to the store and return it, and the store takes it back and gives them credit. So they've essentially stolen that action figure and cheated what? people out of their joy of collecting those those amazing, uh, valuable action figures. Oh wow! I think that just needs to be destroyed. And that's you know you you have to really sit down and think about 
that you you have to work out that scam. You know, you you, you had to think. You know what I want to do? Uh, scam people, and then like go to your whiteboard and figure out the math on swapping things out. And wouldn't that mean that they also have to find a way to reseal the package? Exactly right. Wow. Exactly right. They seal it all up perfectly. But here's the thing is that the, the, the poor clerks at the store, you know, they, they can't tell a mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker no. from a sure. Darth Vader. I could barely tell the two apart myself. Um, so, you know, uh, they, they're not going to know which ones are the actual figure. They see a toy and they say, oh, this is, this is not good. Throw right. it away. Right. Uh, it's just shrink. It must be stopped. It must be stopped, and oh, it must be stopped. And there is an adjunct evil. No, no. You mean the evil of academia underpaying adjuncts? Oh, I hadn't thought of that. There's oh, also the evil. Of, uh, there's also the evil of academia in general of being oh, forced sure. to pay thousands of dollars for an education that is not worth the paper it's printed on. But <laughs> nope, that does seem to be another evil that I can vanquish. No, the evil I, I speak of is is the evil of scalping. Ooh. Oh. Scalping, yes. Yeah, yes. Summers Bane has an extensive collection of scalps. Yeah. Oh. I mean Oh yeah. But but they're always great components. I mean if you ever wanna if you wanna say like, hey, I wanna like put on someone's face or visage, put their scalp on and then just ooh, yeah. just watch the magic. You gotta oh, have the hairline. Oh, no, no. I, I meant the kind of scalping where you specifically buy a, all of a product and then you sell it for oh. a, 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 a raised amount of money uh, because of the scarce perceived scarcity. And it is also especially bad in the uh, in the toy world, from what I understand. Ah, uh, yes. Wow. Much like Ticketmaster. The, the most uh, evil master of them all. He's uh, horrible, Ticketmaster. Yes, well... And they're just so big, I can't. There's nothing I can do. That's that is evil on a scale I I can't touch. You Too know? big to fail. Evil and is is important. Is it is yeah. it is. But aren't they? Didn't they get bought by another evil organization now? Yeah, I think there was some further consolidation of an already yeah. new monopoly. Evil, evil, evil invites evil, as we know. So it does, yeah. and you then know, it true. buys it out. For it's unsurprising there is just so much of it in the world and and i am only one poor ex-former demon hunter extraordinaire well you know it, it is it is noble to keep fighting even even though you can't hunt demons any longer you know you're, you're still trying to make things better however you can uh, can i ask what is your plan for taking on the scalper like it, if uh, let's say hypothetically we did some scrying we found the location of a local to you toy scalper what what would you do? What is your procedure for the hunt? Mm. <sighs> well, I think first, the first part of the hunt is always the best, as you know. So it's it's that anticipation as you prepare, as you is. as you gear up for the hunt. So my methodology to take out the toy scalper would be to mimic them, to ah. get close to them, to become mm-hmm. sort of their doppelganger, get oh. close to them and destroy them from the inside Scalp by scalping, the the, by, by, by buying the things that they want for myself and then reselling them or even better, 
donating them to Ooh. children who need them more. Oh, there you oh, go. The Robin Hood approach, yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And I think, I think, and also, also writing a strongly worded letter to the toy manufacturers about their disgusting uh, distribution schemes and how one toy store only gets two copies of a figure and another. I'm getting off into the weeds here. I'm sorry. It's a no. It, you're you're it's a little bit of a this. it's a little bit of a passion for me. That's uh, good. Uh, uh, I, I know the the you know the body that I that I inhabit. He he really enjoys this kind of thing. So, I, so you know I owe him one. <laughs> so do you find yourself taking on some of the personal attributes of the bodies you inhabit? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, 100%. Um, I, so much so that I barely remember what my own body really even looked like. And, of course, you know, in the 1920s, I wasn't going around taking pictures. So, sure. you know, there's, there's no photography of my original body anywhere. There's no oil paintings. There's nothing. There's not Ooh. even a sketch. I'm not even mentioned in the damn book, you know? No, yeah, and I was there. I was there. I mean, my mom gets a shout out. How come I don't? You know. I mean, if you want, yeah. we, we could we, we could go back in time and take a picture. Uh, I don't know. Those memories are, you know, it, it, a lot of therapy to get past that. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah, I was gonna say it, just, yeah. it doesn't fix the scars. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I mean, I, I think it might be best left forgotten at this point. Okay. okay. Um, just simply because you know it was. It, we're, we're talking. What was it? Five? We we don't even know. No one remembers when it was. I don't remember exactly when it was anymore. What was it? Five fifty, five sixty, somewhere in there. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. And you know, the world's changed so much since then. You know it. Was. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 yeah, you know. So, what stood out to you as the the most uh, kind of mm. a, the most intense change as a long lived creature? How do you feel? Uh, what, what's something that's like you're like, damn, if we, we would have killed for this 500 years ago? Penicillin, I think. Yeah, yeah, you know, that, that was the big one. Really um, underrated. Uh, I think I really would have liked to have had an iPad back in the back in the good old days. Um, you know, when I learned to read, you know, it was kind of clunky scrolls and shit. You right. Know? Oh, I did, I'm sorry. Can we curse? I don't know. Yeah, you can, you can fucking curse. This is our podcast, damn it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, so I think that would have been, I, I think the, the, I think the one thing, there's no more patience left in the world. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, Remember how years and years ago, you know, you would, you would, you know, make a meal and it would take all day or, you know, you, yeah. you'd weave a basket and it would take a month or. I once uh, spent six months summoning an angel. Exactly. Your spells took longer. Oh, yeah. Your fights took longer. You would fight for days oh. on end without rest. Oh, oh yes, I, yes. I, I, my favorite thing was the blood feuds. Man, they were oh, last oh, boy. generational. Yeah, Year, wow. Decades. Uh, you know, oh, talk about patience. So I really think you know the, the the kids these days with their gotta have it immediately, right this second kind of thing. I, I really think that that's uh, they could learn some patience. You know, they, okay. they could learn some patience from all of us old fogies. All right, follow up. What's something that we would wish we could put back in the box? Like we could just unlearn it. Ooh. 
Hmm. And you can't say nukes. No. No. We, we all know I, we put no, nukes back. No, no. Well, because fusion's coming. Um, the one thing I would say that we should really put back. Um, I'm not a fan of indoor plumbing. Really? Wow, really? Wait, okay, wait, why okay. is that? Okay, explain, yeah. <laughs> Never got the hang of it. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what do you do now? Do, oh, do I, you, I, do you I hop don't. out of the body when it's time to go and, and, let, and let the other guy do it? I want 100%. Why would I... <laughs> Oh no! I don't even eat in this body. Are you kidding? This body needs some needs a diet. Forget it. The only thing I do in this body is drink heavily. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, well, Matthias, this has been uh, wonderful. Uh, we do have to wrap up here and let you get back to your quest to defeat scalpers, fraudsters, scammers. Uh, if you had, is, is there any one thing um, you you you, you want to let those that that you hunt know? Beware, I'm coming, but it may take a while because I practice what I preach about patience. Well, there you oh. go. You're on notice, scalpers, scamsters, fraudsters. Matthias Grendelson, in whatever body he can acquire, is coming for you. Thank you so much, Matthias. If you just walk back out through that portal over there, you'll get back to where you were before. Thank you, gentlemen. Good Thank to much see you Matthias. again. Wow, so was Bane. That was uh, that was an incredible interview. You know, yeah, I'm glad we got as as much time as we did with him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I'm really happy for him. You know that he's he's looking forward to things. Sure, but at the same sure. time, you know, it, it, it's got to be tough for people who yeah. are you know kind of half human, half immortal monster. He's clearly got a lot of, a lot of trauma in his past. Yeah, you know the parent stuff. I get it. I, I understand. But at the same time, that's tough. That's tough to forget what you look like and lose your body. And just kind of perpetually be stuck in, you know, what, what happens when humans are dead, you know? I mean, well, you and I know, but uh, no more spoilers on, on this episode. Oh, right. Yeah. And, and sure, sure. We hopefully don't have Fenris ruin that. Well, I mean, uh, go ahead and eat that sun again. Fenris, yeah, Fenris. eat that sun. Yeah, no, this was, uh, you know... Was, uh, you and I, I feel like, have adjusted to immortality very well. Right. But it's not everyone does. Yeah, it, it's a it's a shame to see someone, uh, you know, not not thriving in, in immortality. But at the same time, you know, he's clearly working through it. It's tough. It's tough. He's setting goals. He's moving towards them. You yeah. Know, I think he you just know, it's needs, all a journey. It's a journey. It's, it's all a journey, and someday he will have to reckon with with his own past journey. But yeah. today was not that day, uh, and uh, Matthias. Good luck fighting those scamsters. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can see Matthias uh, usually in our chat as Grendelson, and he is a budding performer, aka Will Noetling. Keep your eye on him. A lovely man with a lovely family. Uh, Summer's Bane, another great episode on the books. Can't wait for the next one. Come the next one. Thanks for listening, mortals. See you next time. Uh, catch us Fridays on our Twitch channel, 8 p.m. twitch.tv slash Live. Take care.